Welcome everybody to another episode of the Evolving Fish Crabs, a weekly gamer podcast. Um, I am Cody, one of the hosts today, and I got Michael's Michael. back. Woo! Woo! No Ed Glad today. Back. I'm a random yeah, black that man that wandered onto the property. And we didn't shoot you. Yeah. That's how you... Very, very hospitable up a, here. We are accepting of everyone, except for Ed. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Ed's a, Ed's a little bitch. No, you Ed. always have to fuck Ed. It's a fuck, marry, kill rule. Oh, yeah. We established that a long time ago. Yep. Oh. Um, I'm making so much noise by crumpling up this piece of paper. Um, I also didn't know you were going to start with that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're going to go with it. Um, throw us off. <laughs> we talked about what we wanted to talk about for this episode. We prepared for this episode. We did, actually, this time. <laughs> yes, we're professionals. I um, watch TV while at work. <laughs> that's exactly what you need to prepare for. Um, <laughs> because we're recording this after May I the 4th. I forgot what day it was. <laughs> yeah, May the 4th just passed. Um, it is currently the 8th. Yeah. 9th. 9th? What? May the 9th be with you. Is it? This quarantine's Jesus. really fucking with people. Oh, I've also been out of work the past two days. It's saying. not a quarantine, it's a pandemic. It's not a quarantine yet. No, Quarantine means quite. you cannot leave your house whatsoever. Right uh, now, well, it's just things outside There are, there are, there are a bunch of places, a bunch of states that have stay-at-home orders. Yeah. People don't listen to them, but... Yeah, but ours are getting lifted soon. Or they're being uh, lessened. Yeah. Yes. Which is stupid. It is stupid. Um, I'm just glad we don't have any beaches that people can run to and then yeah. just spread yeah. disease. It's going to be you know, it's going to be 1918 all over again. Do you know where there is a safe spot from everything that's going on, though? A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. You really tried to force that segue? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was going to say my house, because I have no friends and no over to visit. <laughs> I was going to say here, but people keep on showing up every week. Yeah. <laughs> random black men showing up to do a podcast. They do, not to do a podcast, but they always knock on my door asking for, like, Trevor. I'm like, he's not here, man. They're like, oh. He's in Los Santos. Can I come in? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes. Go, go home. This and episode <laughs> is about Star Wars. Yeah, if you couldn't tell. Um, we want to talk is about Star Wars. We want to talk about Star Wars this episode because the Clone Wars series just ended on May the 4th. We completely missed May the 5th. Or, yeah, Revenge of the 5th. Some people like to do Revenge of the 6th, but I'm like, eh, no, that's... It doesn't only, work. You get yeah. two days. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You get May the 4th be with you in Revenge of the 5th. Um, but yeah, we all watched Clone Wars. Fred, as he said, watched it at work. Naughty, nutty Fred. Just today. I'm irresponsible. He had to prepare, so he was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I skipped over episodes 6, 7, and 8. <laughs> You're really not missing much with that. I'm um, going to go back and watch them tonight. Good. That's fine. Yeah, I watched yeah. The Bad Batch. I watched the fucking... Waste when she time. first met the sisters, and then I was like... Fuck, it's Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, gonna watch episode 9, and what? I have to go to work? Alright. <laughs> so I'll watch episodes 10, 11, and half of 12 at work. <laughs> so yes, Clone Wars just ended, and one of my favorite things about it is the order... I mean, spoilers if you haven't watched Clone Wars yet at all. And spoilers, if you really haven't watched anything of Star Wars, thank you for, for cracking your knuckles right into the microphone as I'm trying to explain what we're talking right now. Um, <laughs> That's why there's a pop filter. Yeah, it's not filtering out that low. It's kind of yeah. just centralizing it. 
at least it's not making it so that you can't hear. No, it's not that loud. Exactly. Um, uh, I fucking lost my train of thought. <laughs> a spoiler is on a, like a almost 20, it's 11 year old movie? 2009? Yeah. 2008? 2008 yeah. was when Revenge of the Sith came out. Yep. Um, spoilers on the, and spoilers on anything prior than that too. If you didn't realize that Order to 66 was going to happen. Um, it was always going to end with Order 66. If yeah, you no, live Revenge under of the Sith came out in 2005. Five? Oh, Jesus, 15 yeah, years. Yeah, I was going to say, 2008, no, like, that's... 2008, I, that's Iron Man. No, well, because you, you yeah. said 2008, and I was like, no, that's when the Clone Wars started. Yeah. That's oh, when the Clone Wars oh. series started. I was like, I know for a fact Revenge of the yes. Sith was out oh, before Oh, yeah, because it was 12 years, and then it was a full three years without Star Wars. Essentially, what we are saying is, if you live under, under a rock, there may be spoilers here. Yeah, Order 66 happens in the last four episodes. Um, huzzah! Yeah, people are dying. And it's done yes. so well. It especially is. with all the new updates they've done to Order 66 ever since Disney acquired Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't agree with much of what Disney has done with Star Wars. I can agree to in, that. In, like, the sequel trilogy, but when they really let people go at it and want to do what they want to do, because they actually understand Star Wars and not, like, we want this guy because he makes good movies. Yeah. He doesn't know shit about Star Wars, but he's going to do it. I'm going to butcher his last name, D but Disney uh, Dave Filoni? Filoni. Filoni, Disney just good. couldn't get off of their... Like, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with it. But Disney didn't want to get off of their female empowerment yeah. kick. Like, there was, like, there was absolutely nothing wrong with Frozen. I love Frozen. I loved uh, Brave. I didn't watch Frozen 2 yet. It's just, they kind of just stuck on but that. But yeah, it's like, yeah. The, it's like, that works for those, but then you do this, and like, you just make some random bitch suddenly the most powerful, I, I'm sorry I called her a bitch, feminist people, I, I just, she, everyone's a bitch. She's We're not all random, yeah. it's Palpatine's granddaughter. Yeah. That was the stupidest thing Which, about yeah, Force Awakens 2. Is that uh, the whole the whole thing with J.J. Abrams when he makes a movie is that he wants the mystery. He has a mystery box theory. Yeah. Where that you need to keep something hidden from the audience. You need to keep something. So the whole movie is about, oh, what's this? What's this? What's this? But it put it so much in your face about, it's important. It's important. It's important. What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? Then Last Jedi and Ryan Johnson comes in and just says, doesn't matter. Yeah. Which was a good thing that they could have done. But then there's so many things about the ending of Last Jedi where it's all of a sudden, Broom Kid, Broom Kid can use the Force. When to me, when I watch that movie, it literally looks like somebody, it looks like he just like missed his cue. He missed his X on the floor that he's supposed to stand on to grab the broom. And so somebody <laughs> had to literally push it out to him. <laughs> that's what it looks like to me every time I watch that movie. <laughs> I mean, that's probably what it is behind the scenes to make it look like he's using the Force. Let's yeah. not lie. It's so stupid. I laughed at that scene at the end, but that's one thing that people praise the movie for. Is like, oh no, it's not going to be won by mythical heroes and the chosen one. The war is going to be won by normal people because people are great in their own way. Power of friendship. It's good. It's a good movie. It's not a good Star Wars movie. Yeah. I think it's terrible that Rose Tico ended up saving Finn. Finn should have died. His character arc was done. Yeah. There should never have been any more continuation of that. He became a hero. He wanted to be a hero. He was a hero. Mm. And also, he's Force-sensitive all of a sudden in the fucking final movie. Yes. I'm like, what? Everyone's Force-sensitive. And Everyone that's is. the whole yeah. mystery box thing of the Rise of Skywalker. I need to tell you something. Never mind. I need to tell you something. Never mind. I need to tell you something. Never, Never mind. mind. Didn't you want to tell her something? 
Never mind. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you don't need it in every fucking movie. You don't yeah. need the mystery box in every goddamn it's, movie. It's overkill. Like it's it's terrible. Oh mm. my god. Especially because Star Wars is a franchise where the fan base wants to know every detail. Like like we are we want to know mm-hmm. everything. And so playing that game with the Star Wars fan base is very dangerous. Oh, very so dangerous. Much Star backlash. Wars is a franchise. It literally there has a so sto- much backlash. It has a story about the droid that short circuits when uh, Luke's. Uh, Uncle and Aunt, where Uncle Owen goes to buy droids from the Jawas. There is a short story about that droid in the expanded universe from beforehand, when it's Legends, and how the droid was force sensitive. Yeah. And how it knew that R two D two needed to be chosen, and so when he got picked, he literally killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fuck. What the hell? Wow. Okay here? then. There's so many things like that. Like there's this background character. You're a rebel trooper. In the Battle of Endor, what's his story? I want to know what how, brought this guy here. So there's literally, like, I think there's the one book from a certain yeah. point of view where they literally go into all these different background characters and it just tells their life throughout. I'm like, I don't need to know that. Yeah. If it's not if it's not pertaining to the plot, I don't give a fuck. Well, that's like, uh, I was reading yeah, something. But a lot, of the, a lot of the fan base does. Yeah. yeah. But when it does pertain to the plot and they don't explain it, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'd rather take that over learning. Yeah. Like, stage actor five, the guy that's all dressed in black who's supposed to be carrying the broom and give it to broom yeah. kid. <laughs> well, I don't want to know his backstory. <laughs> one thing I read and has to do with episode one is the fact that um, the Force is actually... Now, like, I don't know how I feel if this is really true or not, but the Force is the reason that Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan were forced to refuel on Tatooine. Out of all the planets in the galaxy, they happen to have to refuel at the one planet where Anakin is... Because if they didn't refuel there, no one would have discovered Anakin, and what was his life had been like if Qui-Gon never dis- discovered or tested his blood, realized he had all the midichlorians. There's all there's all those theories saying on how um, Anakin was conceived. Yeah. Uh, my favorite one is still from the Darth Plagueis novel, which is no longer canon. Yeah. Uh, that Plagueis actually is the oh, father yeah, I of remember Anakin. That yes. one. And then there was another theory that came out after they said that Plagueis wasn't canon anymore, saying that Palpatine is actually his father. Yeah, I because remember that one too. Originally in Revenge of the Sith, George Lucas wanted it to be that reveal where he becomes Darth Vader that he was going to say that I am your father and have that same moment that Luke had with Anakin in uh, Episode Five. Oh, which is like okay, I can see that. Yeah. But then you try to make it work that way, and then just got rid of that. He's like, no, because then it all becomes this sort of connection type thing. Which is like, no, nah. okay. But then there was another thing when they came out with the Darth Vader comics. Um, where Vader's having all these flashbacks and these memories and these visions. I don't know why, like, I can't breathe right now. I'm feeling like I'm about mm. to burp. Um, <laughs> You're probably about to burp. Probably. Um, but Vader has all these Force visions trying to kill... He's trying to kill the past, pretty much, and like Kylo Ren has said. Kill the past, let it kill it if you have to. Or let the past die, kill it if you have to. That's the actual quote. Um, and he sees a vision of... His mother, Shmi, pregnant, but then it's Palpatine behind, like, using the Force, and, and it's got a quote saying that he was conceived through the Force. Mm. So that immediately put everybody on edge, like, it just confirmed that Palpatine's his father, Palpatine's his father, Palpatine created him. And then the creative team came out and said, if we were going to say that was the case, we wouldn't have put it in a comic book. Mm. 
And which I can understand that. There's yeah. also a lot of religious undertones to Star Wars, and that's the whole thing. Is it's kind of like the Jesus birth, like oh, with yeah, the Virgin Mary. Yeah, he's Jesus. But the thing is, I, Star Wars is more believable. Yeah. I, I <laughs> back to. Did you Bacta? say Pelagius, Pel- Darth Plagueis wasn't canon anymore? No, the novel. Yeah. Okay. Plagueis novel. Yeah, no, he's... Okay, he, I was going to say, Plagueis did Disney try to tell... Does, is Disney saying that Plagueis isn't canon? Like, well, they can't do that because they literally say his name in the movie. So I anything know, that's, that's said what I was saying. Is like, canon. Are they have trying ever, to Have you ever been told the much? tragedy yeah. of Darth Plagueis the Wise? It's not a tale that Disney would like you to know. Yeah, right? <laughs> It would be awesome if they did a Plagueis thing and actually, like, delved into that more. They should. There's another thing that I was seeing, too, which people are trying to make more connections as to why Snoke looks like he does. Yeah. Saying that, oh, no, Snoke is actually a Plagueis clone that Palpatine just kind of possessed. Like, <laughs> just stop making all these convoluted theories. Yeah, they're pushing too hard. Like, it's just, he's a clone of Palpatine. <sighs> yeah. that Jar Jar Binks. Is the Sith Lord. He's Sith Plagueis. Lord. Yes. Yeah. Jar Jar like Binks theory. is going to be the villain of uh, Fallen Order 2. I didn't fight him. The thing realized. is, is I'm pretty sure that Jar Jar was actually... Because the guy who voices him, when that Reddit post came yeah. out saying that Jar Jar is the big bad, when that Reddit post came out, the fucking actor for Jar Jar was like, it's good when fans see the hidden shit. Yeah, well one thing too is, again, uh, oh Sheev Palpatine is from Naboo, and that's where the Gungans are. So exactly, that's where, so it would make sense that Jar-Jar, he would meet him there. Yeah, yeah and his, his whole uh, reasoning that he got kicked out because he's clumsy, and then in every scene that Jar Jar is in, when he when people are talking, or he's talking to some people, you can he's see moving that he, his hands. he's got the hand movement that everybody has for the same thing, for like Jedi mind tricks and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the like when thing... he's talking, and another thing, when he's talking to the Senate, being mm-hmm. like, we should give emergency powers to this... He is a nobody right now, yeah. when he's talking to the Senate like this. He's filling in for Padme. But... All he does is say, "We." Sh- I say that we should give him like ex- ex- emergency power, but he's moving his hands, and suddenly everyone in the Senate's all for it. Yep. There was that's the weirdest thing about it too. Was like, there's so much evidence pointing to Jar Jar as being like a Force user and anything, but one thing that does kind of downgrade that, yeah, I think, is the Clone Wars series. Clone Wars really plays up him being goofy. And that yeah. was uh, that, George Lucas' whole thing is that he wanted a goofy type character, literally like Goofy from Mickey Mouse. Yeah. yeah. Jar Jar is goofy, pretty much. He's inspired by Goofy. He said that at like a D23, hmm. like a Star Wars convention. Ooh. He was like, I love Jar Jar. Jar Jar is the key to everything. Um, there's one video I that I watched. I, like, I, I like to believe that Jar Jar is actually. I don't like to believe that he's just some fucking clumsy ass goofball. No, there's yeah. one theory Comedic that I watched relief. saying that. I, I like to believe that he is an actual fucking Sith Lord and because every single oh, Jedi so, so fun to think because of all of fuck all every fuck everything that has to do with them is uh, martial arts mm-hmm. all their shit he's just drunken fist yep drunk <laughs> yes that's the thing that's why yeah. he flops around and s- and he's like, oh, I'm so clumsy, I'm flying yeah. everywhere, and yet nothing ever fucking hurts him, and he destroys armies while flopping <laughs> around. Yeah. It's like, it's because he's a fucking Sith Lord, but he's using drunken fists to make it look like he's not using the Force, but he yeah. is. There was one theory that I was watching that said, uh, Jar Jar is the, it was titled Jar Jar is the key to everything. I think that's what it was titled. Um, I had the quote from George Lucas saying that, and then it was making the same parallels to, uh, 
You okay? Yeah. I keep on asking you that every single time, but like it kind of scares me at times too. Um, <laughs> I just twitched like, its whole body again. That's a thing that happens. Um, yeah. uh, making parallels between episode one and episode six, where Jar Jar and Chewie kind of have parallels going on. Where Jar Jar is walking along, they're in most Isley, and then he walks up and then he steals the meat from like the vendor, oh, and tries yeah. eating it, and then he gets attacked by mm. this outside force, and then Anakin walks in and has to defuse the situation. And so then it makes a parallel to episode 6, where they get captured by the Ewoks, mm. where Chewie walks up and sees a hunk of meat, and he starts eating it, and then they get captured, and then it's Luke has to come in and then try to defuse the situation. Mm. So it's saying, like, father like son, that's how it's supposed to rhyme. And it's literally the same, like, movements on set, too. It comes in stage left, walks in, grabs meat, gets captured, gets attacked, whatnot. And then yeah. Skywalker comes in stage left, and then all of a sudden diffuses the situation. So, I'm like, that's kind of cool, but at the same time, like, okay. And then mm-hmm. it was making parallel, saying that Jar Jar also taught, like, Yoda the lesson that you need to be a buffoon. And then realizing that, because that's how he then becomes a senator, too, is that then he get, was granted all this power, and he ends up giving all this power to Palpatine. I think I'm kind of forgetting some parts of this. But he played the buffoon at first, but then he became this pivotal role mm. for the whole galaxy, pretty much. And so then it makes a parallel to episode 6, or episode 5, where Yoda is meeting Luke for the first time, where he played the bumbling idiot, pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then trying to teach Luke the lesson of, like, your anger is leading you down this path and you need to stay calm you need to just calm down everything's yeah. gonna be fine learn your lesson and then it's like boom okay it's like oh okay kind of like that yeah that, that's good mm-hmm. I like but that. there was a um originally jar jar other than being a sith lord which i really do love that theory was that he was supposed to be a bounty hunter i've not heard that one yeah it's supposed to that sounds uh, interesting uh, if i remember correctly it was in the original scripts for episode one where he was going to be the bumbling idiot again, but it was going to be revealed that he's a bounty hunter Ooh. and actually working with the uh, Sith Lords. Ooh. So I was like, okay, I I would have liked that route a lot better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, this thing is like, yeah. Because that'd be interesting. I don't like, like him being just comic relief. No, and he has a terrible, yeah. terrible oh, yeah. future for him after, uh, <laughs> yeah, after everything. Because he becomes a... He becomes a clown. Yeah. A, like a, a literal, literal jester. Clown mm-hmm. jester on Naboo. Hey, your fridge stopped on its own. It did. I really like that. Hopefully it's not dead. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's usually what happens when stuff stops, they die. Um, <laughs> he becomes a he becomes pretty much the town clown on Naboo. He's like chained up to the fountain mm. where kids just throw stuff at him and throw fruit and rotten tomatoes at him and everything else and they make fun of him the entire time. He just lives there until he dies. Yeah. Jesus fuck. Yeah, it's all because the the people of Naboo hate him so much because they brought they believe that he's the what reason why Palpatine got to power. Mm. Yeah. So that's in the aftermath books. It's terrible. They never name him. They just describe him perfectly and say that he pretty much just dies on the street there because everybody hated him. Like Fuck. I don't like Jar Jar, but that's not the way you should have done that. That is brutal. (laughs) But with Jar Jar being a bounty hunter, that would have made uh, episode two interesting. So instead of having that other uh, bounty hunter Django? try to kill Padme, no, not Jango. No, 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 the no, one that he hired. Uh, yeah, the, the one that he hired. Yeah, the changeling. I, I forget what his they name never is. Bring the up changelings changeling. for the rest of it. Yeah. yeah, but if that was Jar Jar that was trying to kill Padme from inside the suite there, inside the building, that would have had a whole different feel to it. It would have been interesting. 
See, that would have been better, too, because, I mean, you could have had the reveal in episode one that Jar Jar was a bounty hunter. Yep. And then the next time you're introduced to him, instead of, like, Annie? Little Annie! And he's like, I'm a senator, too, now. It's like, okay, no, you're not. A herkadurka. But <laughs> instead of that, it's just they're chasing down that bounty hunter, then they find out it's Jar Jar, and then Jar Jar dies because he gets shot in the neck with a poison dart. Yeah. And that leads him down that road. I'm like, oh, that's... I would have liked that. That better. would have been a much better way to go with him. Yeah, yeah because um, then you can, also, you can gauge I, people's made interest made me remember. I saw a thing. It was fucking funny. Because it was just... Compl- uh-huh. It was complaining about how easy it would have been to off Padme. If everyone wasn't oh, yeah. so fucking lazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Being like, no, you do it. You, you do, do it. it. And it's, it's Let's like, have these bugs like, do it. Yeah, it's like it's like he fucking hires a changeling to do it. And the changeling is like, I'm going to send this robot to do it. And the robot's like, you know what? I'm going to send these bugs to do it. Yeah. The, the robot could have sniped like, Jesus, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, literally just pew, right there. Like, fucking I, didn't, sniper I through never the window. thought about it before seeing that, but I'm like, yeah, if... They had just taken matters into their own hands. All you gotta do is just bust like, through the window. They had so many opportunities. Exactly there were so the many opportunities. Cut the hole. So many opportunities to get rid of Padme. Shoot a laser, but it's supposed to look discreet. It was supposed to look like nothing's happening. I know, but, but just it's just died yeah. in their sleep. I keep on burping. Yeah, except for they'll find those yeah. things in there and be like, "How the hell did these get in here?" Mm. I think the whole thing is that they're supposed to leave her head after they kind of eat mm. her brain. Like her brain disappeared overnight. <laughs> yeah, but then it's was like, it ever oh, there? Hey, look at the fucking hole cut in the glass. Yeah, you're how not are they gonna repair that? that? Glue, <laughs> duct tape. I don't think the robot's got that on hand. The robot is the glue. Well, that's where Jar Jar would have came in. Jar Jar would have jerks fixed off it. all over it. <laughs> yeah. With his Gungan goo. He hot glues it. Oh, God. His Gungan goo. Oh, I don't like that. That's nastier than my hot glue reference. I don't, I don't, I don't like that. Do you know what hot gluing is? Hot gluing? Yeah. Uh, I, I like to think I know what it is, but now I'm scared, because you know obviously what? this is sexual. It is sexual. Do you know what hot gluing is, Fred? No. Oh, God. It's when you jerk off like action figures. Oh. Oh. Because it looks like hot glue. Yeah, no, like... Okay. Like in Grandma's Boy. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well then. I am the urban dictionary of this group. <laughs> Good to know. Um, but more about Star Wars. Um, we started this conversation by talking about the Clone Wars, and we haven't really talked about the Clone Wars since then. Yeah. It was such a tangent. It was such a tangent because I think I kind of went off track too, and I couldn't breathe for a little bit. Yes. Full sentences. We also have to discuss Fallen Order at some point. We do. This is a video game podcast, which we have to remind ourselves every single time that we do it. Um, but sometimes we just go off. We can also talk about other... I mean, I'm saying Fallen Order because it's obviously the newest and one of the best my favorite. It's fucking amazing. But there are so many Star Wars games. All the Star Wars games. Let's talk about the pod, ras- the, the pod racing the game. Pod racing. Pod racing. Pod racing game that was so fun. It's getting back in Game the Boy. Yeah, dude, I still have that, dude. Pod racing and it works. on uh, N64. No, I have it on my Game Boy and it works. They're remaking yeah, like... the pod racing from 64. Yeah, I remember playing yeah. that so much, dude. 
That's it was amazing. It was really difficult for me back then. Yeah, all games were really difficult. Imagine if they mm-hmm. made a newer one though, with the graphics that we have now, mm. and like the, the like uh, 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 like detailed like basically, customization. Basically, they do what they did with Spyro and Crash. To yeah, that. like a detailed customization of the pods too. You can mm. change like the color of the electricity oh. between it. Well, I don't like, think it'll be updated be cool. like that. But the one that was on N sixty four is literally getting remade for Switch. Yeah, see, PS4. that's cool. Yeah, I really do like that because I think it already is out, but they're remaking it. Yeah, that'd be badass. But more recent uh, Star Wars games was Fallen Order. Fallen Order was really, really good. Mm. Um, I love the actor that they got Frank to play Cal Kestis. Yes, it. I yeah. really like Cal though. I do quite oh, I enjoy do. him. I I really like. Love I that said game I still so haven't much. finished it, but so far I'm really enjoying playing as him. Um, before we go into full detail about this, the one fun fact that I found out about Fallen Order was that originally when Respawn, because it is Respawn, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. When they uh, pitched the idea of making a Star Wars game to LucasArts, they said that they wanted to do something with lightsabers, and LucasArts came back yeah. and said, what about blasters? <laughs> They're like, oh, we really don't want to touch anything with lightsabers in video games. Lightsabers are for the movies and everything. Yeah. Like, but we want to make a lightsaber game. It's like, well... Maybe, and they showed up in their pitchfork, like, okay, yeah, you guys can do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's that's great then, mm. because it almost was not a thing. It was pretty much they wanted to do the Uncharted-style game, because they kept on talking about one where, um, uh, not Respawn, but the one before them that got dissolved, I believe. 1313. By the way, there's an Easter egg in Clone Wars. That is one thing that I do like about the Martez sister art, sister's arc. It takes place in 1313. In, in 1313, sec- Sector 1313 of uh, Coruscant, and that's where the video game was going to take place. That was where Star Wars 1313 was going to be a bounty hunter game. This was before Disney bought Lucas Films uh, and bought Star Wars altogether. They had developed it. It was going to be kind of like an Uncharted-style game, mm-hmm. and it was going to feature Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. Pretty much this is their Boba Fett game. But then Disney bought Star Wars and they just canceled it all. You can still find that video online for the demo that they had for it. Yeah. Because it's really cool and how it happens, too. Oh, yeah. Um, Fuck Disney. Yeah, every once oh. in a while. Um, I'm Mickey, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the mascot of an evil corporate. Can you believe they own Simpsons now? They yeah you, uh, okay. There's an actual chart of everything Disney, Disney owns, everything. and it's ridiculous. Now here's the thing yeah. too. I was just like, I love how Disney owns the ones that made fun of. Like, I'm the mascot of an evil. I'm only gonna go into this really quick because I can make a whole podcast about this. But there's really only like a handful of corporations in the world, like maybe like twenty or thirty, and the rest are all uh, subsidiaries or subsidiaries yeah. of those corporations. Yeah. Because when you think about it, even with cars, like. You know, there's only a, like a hand, like like two or three car corporations, but then all like GMC, uh, like Mercedes, like like they're all like owned by one company, but they're all like corporate greed will yeah. ruin this world. Um, <laughs> it's a pie chart in the shape of Mickey Mouse. Yes. it's all the companies <laughs> that Disney owns. I so that's like amazing. That. Um, but no, the game I was trying to think of, which wasn't thirteen thirteen, but it is kind of like thirteen thirteen, was one set post uh, Revenge of the Sith. Actually, mm. post New Hope. It was going to be between New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, where it was going to take place as you're just a smuggler, okay. but you're one of the survivors from Alderaan. Oh. So yeah, nice. you you were from Ooh. Alderaan, but you were off planet, 
when it happened, when it blew up in A New Hope. And so the whole story of it was that the Empire is hunting down any last survivors from Alderaan. So mm. anybody that is originally from Alderaan or like knew that Alderaan blew up, they were trying to silence them. So then okay. you pretty much just joined together in a crew of people that knew Alderaan blew up. And then you're trying to expose the Empire. And that was the whole thing. And it was an Uncharted-style game. Huh. I'm like, that would be cool. Oh, they still might do that, but I don't know if they are going to. Yeah. Um, for Fallen Order, though, I, the start of it is kind of weird because as soon as it opens up with the music, I had a very hard Guardians of the Galaxy vibe. <laughs> so I was like, please don't let this be the whole thing. <laughs> the gameplay is amazing. It very much reminds me of the Jedi Knight games. Yes. Which is very, very good. And I like the characters. I, I, I like, uh, it's been a minute since I have played, finished Seer. Fallen Order. I like Seer. I like the pilot. Um, Grease, or, uh, I like, um, the girl you meet on Dothamir, the night sister, the last of her kind. Marin, night sister Marin. Marin. And Terran Malakos. Yep. Is the dark Jedi on Dothamir. Yep. Which, because Dothamir featured so heavily in the game, I think in a sequel, um, since they're not doing a solo two, mm. or I don't know when they would do a solo too but i think darth maul is going to appear in the next fallen order game. yeah because he's still alive yeah because if we follow this to what it's supposed to be uh solo i believe takes place five or s not five or six years um i have to actually look that up but the whole thing with darth maul is that he tells kira at the very end of the movie to meet him on dathomir yeah dathomir is a big fucking planet for one it so is. obviously he wouldn't know if terran malikos was there yeah but he should be able to know if terran malikos was there but, um, probably not worry about it. Um, so what I'm thinking is that if I'm correct in this and that Solo should be taking place around the same time as Fallen Order, yeah. then Darth Maul going back to Dathomir, Dathomir then becomes a big thing, and then Darth Maul is pretty much going to be, like, the main villain of Fallen Order 2. Yeah. That would be amazing. And then you Ooh. just have the... You still have more Inquisitors coming back, because you're fighting Inquisitors yep. for the most part. But I don't think it goes well for uh, Cal. Well, yeah. Well, that's one thing, too, is... So, between Clone Wars and Rebels, you, like, it doesn't show where Darth Maul goes to. And in Rebels, he's just sitting, waiting on Malachor at the Sith Temple. It I also think Malachor is going to appear, too. That'd I think really that'd cool. be cool. But I think it would be cool if, in Jedi Fallen Order 2, if they do include Darth Maul, or, or even in any sort of media, if they just go into where Darth Maul goes, because I could see Darth Maul going back to uh, Dothamir after Order 66 happens. He escapes the cruiser, he goes Ooh. back to Dothamir, he meets Cal, they probably end up fighting or something, the Inquisitors find them both there, like, you know, Cal and his team and Darth Maul. The Inquisitors chase Cal off to a planet, and they chase Darth Maul to Malachor, and then that's when Ahsoka, Ezra Bridger, and Kanan meet Darth Maul and the Inquisitors there. I could see that tying in very smoothly. Ooh. Solo takes place around 11 to 14 years before A New Hope. Yeah. So the beginning of the movie takes place 14 years before it, and then they time jump three years after the opening scene. Yeah. Then it's 11 years afterwards. <sighs> and the timeline between episodes three and four is 19 years, because Luke is 19 in yeah. A New Hope. Yeah. So that would put Luke at... I'm scratching my beard right now, Mike, and I keep telling Fred not to do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a hypocrite at that. Yeah. Oh. So, I'm trying to think, 14 years, he'd be five years old, five-year-old Luke Skywalker. Mm -hmm. Five-year-old, yeah. Okay. So I'm trying to think. And that also just goes into 
the thing that Dorkly did, and also, you know, obviously it was more Dorkly, everyone else was basically in unison, but back when Han was like, oh, I don't believe in all that hokey-pokey Jedi bullshit, and it's like, Han was at least in his, like, at least in his 20s. Oh, I am right. In in the start of Solo. He's at least in his 20s, so it's like, dude, you grew up in the Republic. Yeah. There you were know, Jedi everywhere. You, yeah, you well, know. yeah, uh, George Lucas said he was actually going to have Han Solo appear on Kashyyyk in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. A young Han Solo was going to appear there and already be friends with uh, Chewbacca, mm-hmm. which he cut, which I'm glad he cut because that would have been stupid. Yeah, um, but no, because yeah, it's like, why would he be there? Yeah, it makes no sense. But I just looked this up and I was right. Uh, so Fallen Order and Solo take place at the same time. Nice. Ooh. So, yeah, setting and characters, Fallen Order takes place five years after Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, nine years before Rebels, and 14 years before Rogue One and, and Episode Four. Okay. So it takes place 14 years before that, so that leads up to the perfect timeline between our first Solo and Fallen Order. Yeah. So I'm like, it's looking like Darth Maul could be the main villain of Fallen Order 2. That would be cool. And that would be amazing. And then you see the destruction of his... Uh, criminal empire then too yeah it also takes into a different turn for the game because the first game focuses on the force and developing force abilities with this you're just acting as a jedi trying to bring justice to the galaxy because that's one thing too that i definitely want more now because after the clone wars and seeing like that part of darth maul's story and the darth maul is definitely becoming one of my favorite characters in star wars oh yeah and i just want to know how the inquisitors because everyone on the cruiser died. So how do they know that Darth Maul escaped? How does the Empire know Darth Maul escaped and lived? Well, how are the Inquisitors chasing him? How long have they been chasing him for? I was going to say, I don't think that they do know that he lived. In yeah. Rebels, they're already chasing him. They know he lives. Because in that Rebels, might, the They Inquisitors might have already... discovered him later on. When that they get to Like you Probably. were saying... Maybe they show up and see him. Yeah, they might. But that's something that I really wish they explored. Yeah, because I remember. I don't don't think they ever. Did they really know Darth Maul was alive? Because they just show up on Malakor and then they have to fight him. On on Malakor, they uh, they were the Inquisitors were already there because they were looking for the shadow. Is what they say in that episode, and they weren't expecting Ezra and Ahsoka and and Kanan to be there. Which means the shadow was someone else. Aka Maul, yeah, but yeah, because yeah, I don't, because like I don't think, yeah, I definitely I recommend you watch that. I literally just watched them. I literally just watched them, but I don't think Ahsoka ever. No, yeah, no, she did tell them that she caught Maul, right? Yeah, she says that. Yeah, she, she told them Maul. that she caught. Yeah, so that's that's how they would know because everyone died. Yeah, but his thing was open. Mm, yeah, there was no body. True. There is that, but also Vader just assumes that Ahsoka's dead at the end of that. Yeah. Because that's the whole thing, is that he's like, oh, Ahsoka's dead, and so then when they meet back in Rebels, yeah, he's like, the apprentice re- the apprentice returns and the apprentice lives. I think that's one of his lines that he says, I don't yeah. remember exactly. Somebody, there's something I read said that, so I was like, oh, okay. You're gonna Google it, I know. Yeah. <laughs> this is what the internet is for, kids, to prove me wrong. Um, <laughs> I should give it to people at work. Um, but yeah, I definitely, like, I feel like the Inquisitors as a whole, because, I mean, in, um, Fallen Order, you know, it shows Second Sister in, is it Fifth or Ninth Sister? Ninth. Ninth. 
So I want to know, I want to learn the names of every single one. So there's, we know two, we know nine. I want to know three, four, five. I want to know who the uh, other ones are. Seventh Sister is in Rebels. Yep. She's voiced by Sarah Michelle Gellar. Wait. And then there's also the brothers. Yeah, there's... Second brother, third second brother. brother second brother is in Rebels, I believe. And then I think the fourth brother is too. But he's in there really quick. He only shows up for the Malachor scene and then he dies. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is terrible. Um, <laughs> but the one thing I really want for an Inquisitor, especially in a Fallen Order 2, is Barriss Offy. Yes. Because she taps into the dark side and in she, Clone I Wars. And she does become an Inquisitor. There's a lot of theories about it, but I don't think it's ever been confirmed that she became yeah. an Inquisitor. One, they go through a lot of torture to become an Inquisitor, and I think Anakin would have a lot of fun with that, <laughs> considering their whole history together. Yep. Um, but so I'm, I would really love for that to be a thing. That'd I also want the Grand Inquisitors to appear, because I feel like he'd be a more imposing villain in Rebels if he has more screen time throughout the series. Yeah, because, I mean, the Grand Inquisitor gets taken out rather quick in Rebels. Yeah, and then he becomes Kanan's mentor, pretty much, yeah. through the Force, which is a great thing. Yeah. And you find out that he actually was a temple guard at Coruscant. Hmm. And that was his whole thing. So I was like, ooh. So what kind of... What's the balance in the power scale between a Grand Inquisitor and then a regular Inquisitor? Why did he become a Grand Inquisitor? Was he the first one? Or what? Because he's an Utapawan. Yeah. So I was like, ooh, Utapau. I really like this. That's where Obi-Wan kills General Grievous. It is true. How's it going over there, Fred? Did you find the quote? Nope. <laughs> you mm. failed us. Good job. You had one job. The internet failed us and Fred. Yep. Indeed. I mean, like, I could if I play the video, but I don't want to play the video. So I'm trying to find <laughs> I'm trying to find text yeah. to show in Yeah. That's where I'm struggling. Yeah, that can be hard. Everything's videos nowadays. Yeah. Oh, where is it? I've tried to find text porn and oh. it's hard. Right. Porn to text, <laughs> or text to porn. Text to porn. Mm -hmm. It's all videos. Isn't that just phone sex? Yes. It's just sexting. It's. <laughs> I want to read other okay. people's sexting. It gets me hard. No, I'm kidding. That's weird. <laughs> um, but speaking of Star Wars news, this is always going to be a David podcast. We do it weekly, and we talk about stuff throughout the week. Yeah. Um, oh man, the Mandalorian. Snips and Sky Guy. Snips and Sky Guy. Speaking of Snips. Killing each other. Yes. Speaking of Snips, she's going to be in Mandalorian Season 2. She is. Where I was just bringing up the guy, the announcement they just had for Mandalorian Season 2, being Timura Morrison. I think that's how you pronounce his name. If not, you can come at me, bro. Um, hate mail. <laughs> Send us hate mail along with the $5 from your parents' credit card. I was going to say, you have to, to Patreon. you have to be a patron in order to send us hate mail. Yeah, um, that's the kicker. <laughs> Actually, you should add that. <coughs> excuse me, add that in the description that you you are allowed to send hate mail to us if you give in like the first. You'll be given basket. the address to my PO box <laughs> if you become a patron. That's that's a, that'll be a special thing going on. Um, cool. But yeah, he's he's joined the cast of the Mandalorian season two, and reports all say as Boba Fett. Yes, I'm like, oh, that'd be really cool. But I also think because right before this announcement came out there was rumors saying that he was in Mandalorian season two I told you guys this before we started recording but mm -hmm. we're gonna say it on the recording um that he would be playing captain rex yeah because mm -hmm. he's the age to do it now which rex is now very old and they're all the, the same head. all the clones they're all the same person so yeah it's racist 
I'm just not. I'm just, like, I don't know what to say. I'm, to that. I, I'm just not even gonna touch that one. I think that's why people don't like the clones in the main Star Wars universe as well. Yeah, everybody's racist in Star Wars. That's yeah. a thing. If you don't it believe is. that, you're blind. It is. Um, why are all the Twilight slaves? Yeah. Or prostitutes, or hookers, or like strippers? Because they want to. Why are there because only they're like, hot as fuck? Is why the are there only like kidding. three black people? And well, of the three black people, at least two of them have force powers. <laughs> yeah, there's Mace Windu in the original trilogy. Oh, crap. Okay, no, there's three people with force powers. Because there's Seer, there's Mace Windu, and then there's Finn. Uh, so there's four black people, and three of them are force. No, yeah. <laughs> well, you forgot Lando. Oh, Lando. Yeah, no, he he's the fourth one. That's yeah, that he's the one force. that's not force. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought you were going to ca- try to count Bail Organa, but I'm like, he's not really black, is he? No. He's, I, he's, I actually don't... He's kind of Milano. Oh, wait. No, there is I'm another girl with sure. Finn in Rise of Skywalker, so there's five black people. Yes. Okay, who they, is, I haven't Disney, seen Rise who, of Skywalker. Who is, very Lan, who is Lando's daughter. Yeah. yeah. They throw that in at the very like last two minutes yeah. of the movie. I, I like, haven't seen Rise of Skywalker yet. You really have to read the visual dictionary. Oh, it's on Disney It Plus? is, for yeah. May the 4th. Well, All nine it. movies are available on Disney Plus. This is not a plug for Disney Plus. This is not a... Disney, give us money. Disney, give me all your money. Um, Although, if you go to Pro now. Reaps and subscribe to my YouTube channel, that's my selfish plug. <laughs> I have a YouTube channel as well. I have no videos. Feel free to subscribe. I, th- I think I have a subscriber, though. Actually, do <laughs> subscribe double. to Marks151, though, because that's where I'm, the I'm going to double check, because I think is. I actually do have a subscriber. Yeah, and Michael and I just started back up our Jitter Night. Jitter. Nope. They're Jedi. gone. Oh, no. <laughs> they're gone. Jedi Knight there used to be, but they're Jedi gone. Outcast playthrough. Because I don't have any videos. Yep. We definitely need to finish it, though. That's but yes, we've been doing <laughs> Jedi Outcast, and that's been fun. It was probably a bot. <laughs> Probably was a bot. I have Probably. a bot on my YouTube channel right now, just called Ted. I think it's a bot. Um, it's it's, it's oh, Ted Cruz. Cool. The channel's it's name is just Ted, Ted. Dude, but I'm yeah. really happy with my YouTube homepage. Okay. Is it Ted? Why? The recommendations. The first thing that pops up, how the turtle got its shell. <laughs> what? PBS Eons. Nice. Talking about fucking prehistory shit. That's the first thing that pops up, and then there's college humor, no laugh news, the Neeps gaming. It's like, yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's basically all I watch is PBS, <laughs> college humor, and Neeps. Nice. <laughs> um, but the weirdest thing about this person, Ted, is that I go on to their channel, because keep on commenting on every new video I add, saying, want to be friends, want to be friends, want to be friends, want to be friends, they don't, and it's done before a single view is put on the video. Wow. So yeah, it's like, that's... this is definitely a bot. Yeah, it's yeah. instantaneous as soon as you upload it. But then I go on to the Cut channel you. there, and there's a bunch of videos oh of, God. like, how-to videos, but it's, like, this six-year-old Indonesian boy. He's, <laughs> <laughs> like, doing how-to videos. No, okay, so the person like... that runs the channel and the six-year-old that's in the videos, two totally different people. They are, because in the <laughs> description it says, this channel is run by Ted's father. I'm like, okay, okay. and it's then it says, if you want more Ted, subscribe to more Ted. I'm like, what the fuck? And on the side, it said, there's another channel called More Ted. (laughs) (laughs) More Ted? I'm like, what the fuck is this? I don't know if this is real or not. Uh, I'm not going to be friends with a bot. Wow. Unless you can help me take over society, then you're good to go. Yep. Are are you going to sheave me? 
Yeah, we were talking about stupid Mr. names. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about stupid names, and then we brought up. That's how, one reason why we got to start. Wait, why we started getting on to Star Wars? If I sound it out with the syllables, I can say it all. Form every word. Before like it's the first time it's popped the force. into your brain. Use the, the first force. Time in Let the force flow through you. <laughs> we talked about Frozen, so that song got We're going to do a breathing exercise right now. I want you guys to breathe in with the force and let it out your penis. Just breathe in with the force, with the force, the force and let it out through your penis. Okay, now that we're all rock hard, let's get back to this. Fred. <laughs> Thank you for that silence. That was great. The exercise is over. The exercise is never over. <laughs> Constantly breathing out of his pee hole. Yep. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'm going to cut this. <laughs> Anyways. Star Wars. Star Fred. Wars. Fred. Fred. Yeah. Get back, <laughs> Get back into Star Wars. Fred. Uh, <laughs> too much force. Too much force. Um, one thing I want to talk about. My penis about. has all the force. It has too much force. Produces all the force. My penis is the most powerful force in the galaxy. It's the living force. <laughs> um, there was one My thing I just turned into a bat. <laughs> There's plenty of leaks right now saying that Disney doesn't know what to do with Star Wars going forward. I'm not they, surprised. I'm not surprised either. They thought that they could go past the Skywalkers, but they're realizing now that all the fans really love the Skywalkers. And that they really want more of the Skywalkers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's leaks going around saying that George Lucas got hired on by Disney to help them uh, refocus Star Wars to focus uh, back onto the Skywalkers and mm. kind of restart a Skywalker saga. Yeah. Um, but he's doing it with Dave Filoni. Yeah. And John Favreau as well. And they're starting ah, okay. to do it within the Mandalorian. That's why I think that's one reason why the Mandalorian is bringing in Ahsoka Tano and all these other characters from the main trilogy or from the main saga into yeah. it because i loved it as a standalone thing it didn't have to connect with anything else it was very good as it was but they, oh yeah you yep. kind of they're starting to be like okay well now we need this in here this in here this in here because yeah. now we want it to connect to everything else it's like oh i don't really like that but the leak is that george lucas got hired up back on and he's working with dave filoni and john favreau to restart the skywalker saga because uh george lucas has an idea to give luke skywalker a son Mm. And so saying that while 7, 8, and 9 were going on, his son was off doing other things. And he just kind of like repopulated, reproduced, and kind of just yeah. kept the Skywalker line going on after that. So I was like, oh, okay. And then there's another theory, or another leak too, that Ray is going to be given uh, two kids. One boy, one girl, and it's going to be... Damn. The boy's name is Zane. Who's okay. going to be inspired by Cade Skywalker. Okay. From the very far off future, which is supposed to be like a thousand or three thousand yeah. years in the future. Okay. I hate to breathe. Now, one thing that I think is, is like, I know they want to go forward in like what happens after the Skywalker oh. saga and expand on it. And speaking of that, and there's also another one saying that they were going to go back in the past. Yeah, they're doing the High Republic. But talk about Shmi's parents. Mm. And say who was the first Skywalker. Yeah. And saying they're going to go down the whole lineage of Skywalkers. See, I think their money is, uh, like, the the High Republic area. Uh, 
area, the High Republic era, which is, uh, I think they said it's two or three hundred years before episode one. Yep. So I think that going back in the past is honestly Disney's moneymaker because there is already so much stuff. They have to, they have to use legends they have to dip into legends and start making some of that canon because there's so much to it uh knights of the old republic that was the other thing too in this league saying that they're going to pull more from legends and make it canon yeah and try to recontextualize it within their whole universe they have yeah like they they are definitely probably going to have to change some things get it to fit but they definitely should could they should go back to i think it would be good for disney to go back to when there was more than just two sith go back to what it was actually like with the sith infighting the Sith Empire, and then the Republic, and go back to that era. I think mm-hmm. that would be good for Disney to show and actually bring it to the screen. They definitely need to do That's Revan. I, I know I haven't been here, mm-hmm. but because when you start saying that he wants to do something with Luke having a son, immediately my brain was like, "That's already a thing. Yeah. It is." Not in canon, but yeah. in legend. I was like, that's already a thing. Is it already a thing? Am I going crazy? So I had to look it up, and I was like, yeah, fucking Ben Skywalker. Yeah. Yep. So he they had... took Ben Skywalker and made him Ben Solo. Or they kind of merged Ben Skywalker with Jason Jason Solo, Solo which, yeah. And they made Ben Solo, ben. which it doesn't yeah. make sense as to why Leia would name her son Ben. Yeah, she had no real connection to Obi-Wan. Yeah, it, which is why it made more sense for their son in Expanded being Anakin Solo. Because, hey, Anakin is your father. Mm -hmm. Boom, Anakin Solo. But nobody knew that Anakin was her father. So that's one thing. Up until, like, three or four years before, um, when Force Awakens takes place, nobody knew that Anakin Skywalker was her actual father. Mm. They knew that Luke Skywalker was the son of Anakin Skywalker, but they didn't know that Leia Organa was also his sister. Yeah. And that was a big secret. That's in, uh, I think that's in the Leia book or one of the books by Claudia Gray, where it goes into that, where Ben Solo was off training with Luke during that time, and then one of her political rivals just broadcasts it throughout the galaxy, saying that she's the daughter of Darth Vader. Mm. Like, you really want the daughter of Hitler running the universe? (laughs) (laughs) I mean... Darth Vader is space Hitler. Thinking about that just made me not like the sequel trilogy even more i don't like the sequel trilogy at all the like, only movie the thing is the thing is i like them as movies yeah like you said they're good movies but they're not good star wars movies i don't and think just force fact, awakens is good the fact at all. of yeah well, yeah i'm not a fan of but, force um, awakens the fact that they the took something that was already a thing i understand it wasn't canon yeah. it was legends but the fact that they took that and was like you know what we're gonna do this but now they're like, oh, we want Luke to have a son too. Well, you fucking took his son away from him, so now, instead of using people that you could have used that already had fleshed out stories you could have done, now you gotta make up a whole brand new fucking character. Yep. And we're gonna hate it, probably. Yep. That's When one you could have just used fucking... Fucking Ben. Because they did pull quite a few more things from the Expanded Universe and put it into Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker is my favorite movie out of the new trilogy. Yeah. But it's such like a mix-match, like a Frankenstein of a movie, because they wanted to do two parts to it. Yeah. They're like, we can only have one movie more because it's already episode nine, so like we can't resolve any of these plot lines that we have. I'm like, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. Just don't make them then. Well, my biggest gripe, too, <laughs> is the fact that because The uh, Last Jedi was directed by... Uh... 
someone different. Ryan Johnson. Yeah, Ryan Johnson. And he so, wanted to deconstruct a Star Wars movie. That was his whole thing. Yeah, that? because the f- transition from Force Awakens to Last Jedi is just a cluster. And then the Rise of Skywalker, J.J.'s like, okay, I need to piece... He tries to piece together stuff from The Force Awakens that he touched on to, but he also tries to interpret some of the stuff that Ryan Johnson added in. Yep. And it pulls from... So it doesn't... It's not like a continual, you know, this happened first, then this happened, this happened. It feels like he tries to, like, blur it all into a, like, final fucking thing. And it just... It's so... I don't know. I it's like so it's bad. it's good, but it's bad. The one thing that I say for the Last Jedi is that if you take away the whole Rose and Finn go to fucking Canto Bite scene, yeah, take away that whole sequence, you will cut out like a third of the movie. Yes, and that's one thing that they said is why that movie is kind of like so mashed together because they had three, four different storylines going at the same time. Just take one out then. And they built up Rose so much, and then in Rise of Skywalker, it's like she becomes a background character again. Yeah, there was a lot of backlash to that, too, but they wanted somebody to still be at the Rebel base with Leia because Carrie Fisher passed away before the movie could be made. And so they needed to have that one connection there, like, oh, you made the connection to Rose in Last Jedi, and so here's our connection to the Rebels back at the base. Yeah. But, oh my god, the one thing that I hate the most out of the Rise of Skywalker is Poe saying, so, Palpatine's back. How? We don't know. Okay. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. No, that's not how you do that. <laughs> yeah. Give it fucking, like, sentences. I Sentences. The, that's one thing I do exposition. like about the, se- the uh, not the sequels, it's, the prequels, uh, is when something happens or something, the, the Council and the Jedi are like, we need to figure this out. That is one bad it's thing about the very, prequels, though, too, is that yeah. they go heavily into heavily it. it there is yeah. a balance that people need to Yeah, there is a good balance. But there's the one thing, which is that the, there's one of the guys from Lost that is a good friend of J.J. Abrams. After Poe says that, like, we don't know how he's back, but he's back. Okay. Are you talking about Merry or Pippin? Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just he turns to the side. He goes, "Dark magics, the Sith teachings." Oh yeah, that that's probably what it is. I was like, <laughs> "How the fuck do you know anything about this?" Oh, <laughs> uh, I can use Bungie's uh, reasoning for destiny. Space, space magic. magic. Space. Uh, yeah, it's space magic. Anything that can't be explained um, or that the developers don't want to explain. It especially magic. works with the Star Wars universe because it's a fucking universe of space wizards. Yeah. yeah. Legitimate space wizards. How'd that um, happen, Space Wizard? Uh, yeah. Was one <laughs> yeah, that's the thing with uh, Evil another, another, space another fucking dorkly thing. Yeah. When it's um, talk the architect Give them of all the, the fucking plugs. No, I'm the architect of the Death Star, mm-hmm. who wasn't actually the architect, but the dorkly thing. Yeah. It was like, hey, it's not my fucking fault. It's an exhaust vent. It pushes out. No one told me to account in. for a fucking space wizard. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, like the fucking thing went towards it and then took a 90 degree turn <laughs> all the way down this narrow fucking path. That uh, Galen Urso made, by the yeah, way. Yeah, but it's just like, <laughs> no one told me to account for space wizards. And it's like, and by the way, it's ta- he was talking about the space wizard, this farm boy named yeah. Skywalker, who, by the way, is, you know, shares the same name as Anakin Skywalker, <laughs> who disappeared around the time that this big asthmatic fucker showed up <laughs> coincidence <laughs> there's so many things about that it's so funny yeah. yeah and then it was just fucking and then they, after that Palpatine was talking to some of the higher ups and they're like 
You know, he has a point. Yeah. Palpatine's like, the guy's a hack. Anyway, for the new Death Star, should the um, should the X-Wing fighter hole be Millennium-sized Falcon hole? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but one thing I do like about that, so um, with the comics... Fucking space wizards. I haven't read all the comics, but I uh, watch a guy read, read through them and stuff, and he does voiceovers. Now, there is a Vader comic where it touches into, because not everyone, I mean, a lot of people do know that Anakin becomes Vader. Obviously, like, the clones that were with him when they went to the Jedi Temple saw him killing them, mm-hmm. but not everyone in the galaxy knows. Yeah, no, yeah, most of those pe- clones most died out yeah, when they mo- became mo- most people, yeah. Guard. Most people thought that Anakin died with everyone else. But there is yeah. a comic that explores, uh, and it's actually one of the canon newer ones, where um, Darth Vader is out and he's searching for a Jedi that's on the run. I forget what the Jedi's name is. But is it where he gets his lightsaber? Um, no, it's not where he gets his lightsaber. It's after that. But um, the troops that are with him find out that he was Anakin. And it's kind of like... it's Because it's cool because it's like a Vader comic, but it kind of delves into their point of view of like working with Vader. Mm-hmm. And they find out that he was Anakin. And they're all like, whoa. Like, oh shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, oh damn there's two things one to go into that is that in the Thrawn books um, the, re- the reason why Thrawn gets his position in the Empire too is that he comes from the Unknown Regions he meets with Palpatine they have the whole, the whole discussion and then finally he says something about like sharing secrets and he's like oh, something about a secret and he goes oh you mean that like your lapdog Vader over there is Anakin Skywalker he's like how do you know that I'm like, it's fucking obvious like yeah. he was your pet he was your teacher's pet throughout all of the high, or throughout all the Republic, and all of a sudden the Republic's gone. He's with you right now. He was your right hand man then. He's your right hand man now. He puts two and two together, and then Palpatine says that he's smart enough to pretty much be an admiral. Yeah, there's a lot of leaps of logic in that that I'm not going to explain. Um, I mean, he's smarter than most cool of the people too. in the galaxy, yeah. apparently. Thrawn is one of the smartest well, beings in the whole is galaxy. Thrawn, I, I mean, now, he's, he's also guy. the only alien. I, know, I, I know that, that but is Thrawn a Skywalker? Now, I don't mean like the name Skywalker, because in the Chiss, there are Skywalkers, and there it's a title that's given to you if you can navigate the unknown regions. Yeah, because the Chiss call their children Skywalkers, yeah. because yeah. they teach them to pilot throughout the asteroid belt and that now, kind of I defends the unknown regions. Admiral Thrawn is actually one of the Skywalkers, where he's able to navigate. Yeah, because that's one thing uh, with he's a with um, tactician. Now, neither of you have finished Star Wars Rebels. Oh, I know what happens. So there. I am a hundred percent sorry for the spoiler. But what happens in the end is uh, Grand Admiral uh, Thrawn shows up, and Ezra Bridger is fighting him. And in order to get the uh, to basically can when what it? happens? Yes, you can say it. Space whales. Space whales come. <laughs> Now these space whales have—they can um, jump into hyperspace. Hyperspace whales. Astrocetus. I think that's what might. Hyperspace whales. Hyperspace um, whales. But the reason I'm saying that, yeah, Ark just released with the Genesis stuff, space whales that can warp. Yeah, no, they, I, they're I think called it's Astrocetus. Like, I think it's like the same thing. And pretty much Ezra is able to summon them, and he summons them, and they grab the cruiser, and Admiral Thrawn and Ezra are both on it, and the whales disappear, and that's the last, and that's how the show ends. And it ends with um, Ahsoka and Sabine. Ahsoka and Sabine. They go into the unknown regions to try to find Ezra. Yeah. Hmm. And then that's where Mandalorian Season 2 comes into play. Yeah, because that's how Rebel ends, is Ezra disappears with Admiral Thrawn. The Astrocetus and Ark, they can warp things with them. 
Yep. You can literally you'll take you take a couple of them, put your other dinosaurs around them. Be like, all right, let's warp over. They'll take all your their their use for surprise yeah. raids. You should definitely watch Rebels now because that's literally how it ends. Space is, whales. Is space whales come and teleport them away. The episode that they get introduced in is kind of cheesy because it's save the space whales, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the episode for the it. space Japanese are yeah. fucking hunting the them. space and, Japanese, <laughs> and that's when Ezra befriends them. Yeah, because Ezra, Ezra, as in expanded universe, um, in Knights of the Old Republic too, I also had this ability, which is that it was like you could commune the Force to t- like, pretty much talk to animals. Yeah, yeah, no, animal friendship is a canonical thing. Yeah, yeah, and so Ezra is really one of the only Jedi that you've seen throughout the entire franchise of Star Wars that he has that ability mm-hmm. and so he makes friends with the wolves of Lothal. There's a badass scene where he comes up on Palpatine, but it's not actually Palpatine, it's a hologram of Palpatine, mm-hmm. yeah. but he walks up to hologram Palpatine with the fucking wolves behind him and he just lights his lightsaber and you just see their eyes to begin with. Mm. It's fucking sick. I cool. love it so much. Now, if, yeah, correct no, me if I'm wrong, but doesn't Kanan, a... when Kanan dies, doesn't he become one of the wolves of Lothal? That too? is what the theory is for that, because yeah. there's also the theory that the that the Morai, which is an owl that has got, like, phoenix tail, um, is actually supposed to be Ahsoka. Yeah. But then you find out what happens to Ahsoka. We're not going to spoil that for you, Fred, or anybody Morai else that's watching. is actually in the uh, final episode of Clone Wars. Yes, and that's when Vader looks up and sees that bird flying around that's the morai the whole uh, thing with the morai too is that um well this isn't a spoiler for that ahsoka says in rebels that she owes her life to the morai because in the mortis trilogy um the sister dies and the sister is supposed to she becomes a bird that's her whole thing oh yeah so the morai is supposed to represent the sister okay. so the whole yeah. theory is that the morai is actually the sister and so she's just watching over this entire time for all pretty much yeah. all eternity Well, I now. think the sister gave her life so that Ahsoka, Ahsoka could, could live. Yeah. And so that's why she says she owes her life to that yeah. bird. And so it's never touched upon, like, what is the Morai, but the Morai keeps on appearing, and it keeps mm-hmm. on guiding Ahsoka every single time, too. And it guides the heroes every now and then, too. So I'm like, that's, that's a good theory, and I really do like that. Yeah. So... Yes. Is that... At the end of Clone Wars, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when Vader's picking up Ahsoka's lightsaber, there's a shadow of a bird. Yeah, that's the, that's the Morai. Okay. That's the Morai. I was just thinking that. Was you like, can actually that see it in one of, like, like one little shot. You can actually, it, it show, it's like like looking kind of up at Vader. You can see it in the background actually flying. Yep. And there's a theory about that saying that when Vader looks up and sees the Morai, like, he instantly just knows that Ahsoka's alive. Mm-hmm. But this is supposed to be a moment where there's still a piece of Anakin within him. So he's like, at least she's still alive, and then walks away. But the other theory is that he sees, he finds her lightsaber, sees the Morai, and then just turns the lightsaber off and walks away. And that's supposed to be the emotional point to which Anakin Skywalker is gone. Yeah. yeah. Because he lost Padme, he lost Obi-Wan, he lost everybody else that was close to him physically, like, in the movies. But yeah. then, emotionally, this was the last connection that he had to anybody else was Rex and Ahsoka. Mm. And then to find the ship that they were on crashed and all these grave sites and then pretty much her discarded lightsaber. He's like, she's gone too now. The last piece of my past is gone. But he doesn't actually kill Anakin until the Vader comics where he literally does kill Anakin Skywalker on Mustafar. 
Yeah. Hmm. He has a force vision where it's Vader versus Anakin. Anakin is representing the last piece of the light within him. Mm. And then he just strikes him down and kills him. Yeah. It's very cool. Now, does that comic take place before or after he meets Ahsoka and the Sith Temple? In Rebels? Yeah. Oh, uh, this takes place way before that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because I was. Rebels, the, the thing I was looking with that. Vader. Well, the thing I was looking with that was uh, after she cuts his mask for a brief. Yeah, you see For a Anakin's brief moment. Face. It, for a brief moment, it's like Anakin came back for like a split second and then immediately he was back to being Vader. Yeah. It's just like, Ahsoka. Yeah. She's like, I'm not leaving you. Then you will die. Yeah, yeah, it was like she recogn- she heard his voice, and it was like for a split second it was Anakin again, but then he immediately was back to being Vader. Yep. Yeah. He, the most genocide that Vader committed, or like the most evil that he ever wrought, was after that scene in Clone Wars, up until A New Hope, is when he's just going all s- straight up badass and just murdering people left and mm-hmm. right. Also, I saw a thing on iFunny. There's a fight scene. It looked it looked like it was between Obi Wan and Vader, but it was like much more choreographed than the original. Oh, that was one of the things on this, which is it's an extended scene. Um, I think it's scene like nine he or whatever. threw his fucking saber at him, stuck in the wall, and then he's like, oh, the force yanked it back to him. Like I saw that thing, and I was like, huh. <sighs> Yeah, scene thirty-eight. Oh, yeah, the, yeah that. scene thirty-eight yeah. is such an amazing shot. Yeah, I saw that, it. and I was like, "That looks amazing." Yeah, and it would have been so much better if that was what it was. But they wanted; they're never going to go back and redo it. Yeah. Um, we're running short on time here, so the last thing that I wanted to say was Rise of Skywalker added another piece of legends into its movie. Do you know what I'm talking about? It deals with Palpatine, and it deals with clones. Again, I didn't see. So, so in in okay, well, in expanded <laughs> universe, um, Palpatine looking at me like I saw. Palpatine him. has a <laughs> quote unquote son, which is a clone of him, but it has a third eye, and he's supposed to be the prince to the empire or whatnot. But it's actually Palpatine transferred his consciousness. Yeah, he's a third eye for some reason because he's a yeah. clone. This was the eighties, Fred. <laughs> it's the Bad Batch. He's um, effective. <laughs> so. Palpatine the actually just transferred kid from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Palpatine transferred his consciousness into him, so pretty much it is just Palpatine again. Yeah. But it, it's referred to as his son the entire time because it's that. So the whole thing with Rey being a Palpatine and being that it's Palpatine's son and then his son is the father to Rey is that Palpatine's son is actually a clone of him. Mm. They go into this in the novelization of the movie which is that Palpatine saw him as a failed clone because he couldn't use the Force. Yeah. So it was a non-Force-sensitive clone that was made, mm. and so as soon as he was able to get a better clone body, he just transferred his consciousness into that. And so he just discarded his son and said they don't want anything to do with him. So in all reality, Rey is technically just the daughter of Palpatine. Yeah. Hmm. True. But if you want to get real technical, yes, granddaughter, granddaughter. of Palpatine. Yeah. It's stupid. It's and that's the thing is like the body he's in right now. Yes, it's a clone, but it's not able to fully withstand his soul, so it's quickly deteriorating, and that's why he's trying to jump into Ray to take her over. Yeah, because the whole thing in canon is that it's it's almost impossible to clone Jedi. Yeah. Another thing I saw, I thought it was kind of funny. Vader throws Palpatine. Whew. 
he falls. Ah, <laughs> crash land. And he's like, oh, he's, he, well, he's he, Yoda's ghost shows up. And it's like, rest in peace. And then Palpatine's just like, oh, why aren't you dead? <laughs> uh, I can't be killed. It's like, I'm going to use the force to heal myself. Ooh, that's going to take a long time. Shut up. <laughs> and then 36 years later, oh, that was a lot of work. Oh, oh, just, oh look at that throne. Oh, it's perfect for me to rest my weary body on. Oh, and then he sits down and immediately Ray and all them show up and he's just like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like he spent the last 36 years just using the force to yep. fix his body after all of his bones broke when Vader threw him down yep. that shaft. Now the one thing... <laughs> I would kind of believe that more than just he's been hiding out in the underwater. Yeah, yeah. but I like that because he just yeah. like crash landed and he's like... Now, one thing, too, like, I know, like, a bunch of people were like, you know, but Palpatine Also, Ghost Yoda threw confetti on him when he was like, (laughs) rest in peace. (laughs) Yeah, but people like, you know, he totally died, there's no way he could come back, but no one questions Darth Maul coming back. He was cut in half. Granted, like, yes, uh, Mother, um... Mother Talzin. Talzin resurrected him with, um, Dothamir magic, but, I mean, think about it. Dothamir magic, I don't think that's more powerful than Palpatine. I think the Sith... Magic and Sith rituals are more powerful than the Night Sister rituals. Yeah, the whole thing is that he found I mean, that would explain why the Night Sisters got wiped away. out. Yeah, exactly. Grievous killed them all. That's actually in the Son of Dathomir comic, I believe it is. Yeah, and where... it actually taps into it in uh, Fallen Order because yep. uh, Marin's like the the sole survivor in Fallen Order. When you get there, I don't know if you armored made it to soldier yeah. came I, in. Yeah, I went to Dathomir. I didn't go very far into Dathomir. Oh, because yeah. I went there like immediately. Yep, and you and know, I was like, I'm getting booted, fucked, running away, back yeah. to the ship. Um, so I don't know. I forget if you see them on your first trip or if it's only after the second one. Uh, but she like, resurrects. I, I, got, I got the dual light, dual sided yeah. lightsaber, and then I fucking yeah. booked ass. I'm, so I'm, I'm actually happy to get that. But uh, she resurrects all of the dead Night Sisters and Night Brothers and stuff, and then they chase you down to your ship. Yeah, it's terrifying. And it's it's terrifying because she's like pissed because she blames the Jedi for killing them, but mm. it's actually the droids. I think I saw that. And the funny thing is, is that she makes the connection as it being a Jedi because Grievous has blue and green lightsabers. Yep. Thought not that, red lightsabers. Yeah, I thought Grievous mm-hmm. was a Jedi. Yep. I was like, ah, okay. Yeah, because the Sith are pretty much ex- are extinct at this point. They're yeah. believed to be yeah. extinct. So anybody sees a lightsaber, like, oh, you must be a Jedi. Y'all seen the, uh, the gif of Kylo throwing his lightsaber away? No. And then Grievous jumps after it. <laughs> Grievous has a field day. Oh, I just love it. So we'll play that video after this, yes, too. Yes, please. Um, I've never seen that. I, I saw that, and I was like, that's... That's are there funny. any other things that you guys would like to cover? Because we are over time at this point. Uh, I okay. just like the fact that we, again, veered, we, we were, even after you were like, we were going to talk about those Clone Wars, and then we started, and then we just immediately started talking about everything but the Clone Wars. We did yeah. mention it quite a few times with the Morai and then Vader. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit, but we focused mostly on the movies and Rebels and yeah. barely touched on Clone Wars. Yeah, <laughs> well, we this is a gamer point. broadcast. Man. Yeah, was, yeah. We did. We talked about Fallen Order, yes. and bit. it had to deal with Clone Wars, and it had to deal with Rebels as yeah. well. This is racing. I don't want to just go through all the (laughs) checkpoints and the chapters that we did throughout this whole podcast at the very end. You know what we should do? What? 
obviously not seriously do, but we should, just, we should just uh, play the audio for the entire Clone Wars series. Just like <laughs> oh. one super episode. Oh no. Just all the yeah. audio. Just the audio. Just the audio. Um, <laughs> the one thing that I will say to end this on is if you have Disney Plus and you have... And you haven't watched the finale to Clone Wars yet, or you haven't watched Clone Wars whatsoever. If you haven't watched Clone Wars whatsoever, end your life. Eh, not exactly Ouch. that. Um, <laughs> hey, just like that droid that was force sensitive that killed itself, so R two would get bought. Um, <laughs> what I'm saying is, watch the last four episodes in succession, because that is a movie in itself. That's a two hour long movie. It's got one of the best fight scenes of all time in mm. it between Ahsoka and Darth Maul. Spoiler: you knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. Mocap that shit. It is amazing, and it's one of the best done fights throughout all of the Star I Wars franchise. It. Oh yeah, I loved it oh, so much. It's so beautiful. Ray Park actually did the motion capture for it. Nice. nice. Um, for Maul at least. Yeah. Going back, I wanted to mention this before, but I completely spaced because we went, we flew right past it. Um, I've been hearing a lot of negative things about the. The dueling in the sequel trilogy. The fucking lightsaber fights between Rey and Ben. Mm-hmm. There's really not a lot of lightsaber fights in the sequel trilogy when you think about it. Yeah, but when they do it, it's like... Like, I, I actually saw a partial video of it where it was just like, she was like, uh, and he went, uh, and then they just kind of walked for a bit. And then, uh, just like, simple yeah. deflection every couple of minutes. And it's like... Well, they aren't trained. No one trained them. I mean, well, well, Kylo. Ben is yeah, trained. Ben, Kylo yeah. is trained. Yeah, Ray wasn't trained. really trained, but Kylo was. He should have just fucking ended her immediately. Yeah. Well, he didn't want to, though. That's the thing. Still, it's just like... Because that's the thing. Even He's without struggling. training. Even because without training. You her. can do a bit fucking more than just... He's the prince of I darkness. I mean, if Ray was in front of you, would you stab her? I mean, yes. I would with my penis, but... Yeah. I don't um, find her that attractive. Oh, I would stab her. The one thing I will say about that fight scene in Rise of Skywalker, it reminded me so much of the Mustafar fight scene between yeah. Obi-Wan and Anakin. Also because it's got that parallel where they're fighting on lava, they're fighting pretty much in an ocean. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I love it so much. That's I, the one reason why I really like that movie, too. I realized there's something I never said, and I won't say it at the beginning, but what? between Leia, Padme, and Rey, oh, who is the hottest and why is it Padme? I <laughs> <laughs> did want to say that you told me that yesterday <laughs> oh, I don't know man like because Natalie Portman I know don't get me Leia, wrong Leia I love is Natalie only, Portman like, like, Leia's cute but she's only hot and people only think she's number one because she wore the slave outfit if any of the other ones wore the slave outfit then they'd be saying. number one take away their hair and who's the hottest and I'm not saying that just because I have a shaved head right now. Put them all in the slave outfit. I'm saying that Imagine because Padme Natalie, because we've seen Rhea. Natalie Portman bald yeah. before. She shaved her head in. Yeah, and like and like I said, I already don't think that Ray's that attractive. Yeah, I mean Ray's Daisy Ridley is a great person. She's a great actress in her own right. Um, I think some of her scenes in Rise of Skywalker were very odd. Yeah. Um, and same for Force Awakens as well, but that's besides the point. Alright. How do we want to Anything this? else? Because we are well over an hour at this point, because I forgot to start the timer about 15 minutes into it. Okay. Oh, that's true. That's um, true. Yeah, some stuff got to I got nice. none. Okay. Bad. Do you want to lead into the outro? Except for, uh, I was going to. 
during this, I was looking at some of the Legends books to, like, buy them. There's a lot of them, and they're not all cheap. No, they're some not. Some of them are like three bucks, but some of them are like fifteen bucks. Yeah, yeah, there's a Legends book called The Glove of Darth Vader. I'm not kidding. It's literally called The Glove of Darth Vader. It's all about Left his glove. Left or right? It's, I think it's, it's a condom. Glove. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the first books that introduced Palpatine's son with the third eye. Uh-huh. Um, thank you guys for watching. Watching. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you for watching with your ears. It meant a lot to us. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> do you want to do that over again? Bye. No, we're leaving that. Bye. We're keeping that in. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.